I really appreciated hearing about Shahar Shanbe's salary earlier this morning from Mandy. I've been part of pagan celebrations that include jumping over fire to wish for a year of good luck and health, but I was unfamiliar with the Zoroastrian purification chant that accompanies this act in the Persian tradition. My yellow is yours, your red is mine is such a beautiful metaphor for getting rid of sickness and bad luck and asking for a better year ahead. It reflects the roles of fire as both a destroyer and a creator. When something burns, it changes into smoke and ash and it no longer resembles its original form. In the natural landscape, like some of the pictures that we're showing as Mandy was talking, we see this so clearly after a wildfire or even a prescribed burn. Plants become consumed and leave ash on the blackened ground. And trees change from these green moving forms to silent, dark skeletons. Such a powerful transformation. And then in the years after the fire, the transformation continues as new green shoots emerge from the ash. It's no wonder so many traditions include fire in rituals of purification and new beginnings. Burning something releases its potential energy, giving off light and heat. You can't sit too close to a campfire with getting too, without getting too warm, even if your back is freezing cold. But there's something else released as well, something within my soul that's freed as I sit and look into the heart of a blazing fire. Gazing into a bonfire, watching shapes emerge in the coals, watching coals turn to ash, it helps me clear my thoughts, my spirit, and allow some meditative space. It gets rid of some of my old crusty obstacles, preparing the soil of my heart for new growth. And there is plenty to burn this year. Little dreams buried and big hopes crushed by a thousand little cuts. For me, one of those little cuts was the fading away of parts of my self-care practices, especially my yoga practice. There were a couple of reasons for this, including my dissatisfaction with how the teachers at my studio shifted the classes into an online format. I discovered a couple of weeks ago that the yoga teacher who was such a big part of my healing journey <clears throat> after a divorce a few years ago was doing classes online and I signed up immediately and I was not disappointed. I found that this teacher made intentional efforts to foster a sense of community in her classes taking time at the beginning of every class to introduce new people, to chat with everyone, and nobody turned off their video when the classes began. Instead, they positioned their computers so we could all see each other, but at angles that weren't close enough for anyone to be self-conscious in their practice. Kind of like actually being in the same room together. And then at the end, we were all invited to share our experiences or ask questions, so for this new year, for myself, I can acknowledge the grief over losing a practice that helped me stay grounded and turn toward a new promise. 
I want to share about a class that was particularly meaningful for me. Um, one in which our teacher last week invited us into different movements and different directions to invoke the energies of those, those four directions. So East is associated with air, the energy of inspiration. And we invoked the energy of the East by facing in that direction of new beginnings and opening ourselves up, our bodies and our spirits to possibility. North is associated with earth, the energy of grounding. We invoked the energy of the North by focusing on what holds us, by feeling the ground underneath our bodies and inviting a feeling of groundedness based on that. West is associated with water, the energy of emotion. And we invoked the energy of the West by letting in how we feel about things as we were sitting and sitting with those feelings. And South is associated with fire, the energy of passion. We invoked the energy of the South by inviting heat into our bodies and our spirits. We spent most of our time in this direction, breathing in the energy of the South, generating more heat with postures of strength and breathing out with force. During this time, our teacher offered the metaphor of fire and how it's important to acknowledge the ashes and blow them out of ourselves as we generate heat within. So this is what I want to invite us to do this morning. The question we're asking ourselves and each other this month is, what does it mean to be a people of imagination? In this season of the rebirth of the sun, of lengthening days and brightening light, Sarah Lawal's words resonate deeply with me. I make promises of imagination, making manifest the little dreams buried this year and bigger hopes crushed by a thousand little cuts by the sweeping tidal waves of 2020. And also promises to hold on to the lessons lingering in the muck and the beauty of it all. Usually at this point in this service, I create fire in a bowl and I invite us to burn what we want to get rid of from the past year. Because we're not together physically and part of the power of actually burning our intentions comes from doing this in community, I'm going to ask you instead to look at the flame of your chalice or ours here on the screen or the candle burning behind me and take a breath. Bring yourself back to the place where we started this morning's service of noticing the tensions, the whirling thoughts, the unsettled parts of your spirit, the crusty old obstacles of this year. Breathe into the discomfort this creates for you. And remember, we're doing this together. We're here for each other. And there will be a chance to release that discomfort. So acknowledge to yourself the sources of your discomfort. If you can, the losses 
you've suffered or witnessed. The little dreams you've had to bury. The bigger hopes that have been crushed. And keep breathing with me. With the rest of us all together here. And keep looking at that flame. My yellow is yours, your red is mine. And then take your paper. Infuse it with what you're feeling. Or write or draw on it the feelings you're having that you want to release. If we were together, we would all come forward to the front of our sanctuary and burn those pieces of paper with a sigh of relief. What I ask you to do instead is to tear it up into lots of little pieces. Let yourself feel the letting go as that tension, that sorrow, that loss is ripped into shreds. And put those pieces aside, out of your sight. If you wanna get rid of them physically, I invite you to go ahead and do that in any way that feels satisfying. And if you can wait, if you can put them aside, out of your sight, out of your mind, we will create a communal burning bowl when we can come together in person and burn, burn those tensions. Take another breath, friends, as you release some of that tension. And allow your mind and spirit to turn to what might be ahead. Next week, we will talk about a communal looking ahead as we move out of this time into, into post-COVID time. But for now, what might your own promises of imagination look like? Invite us to enter into a short time of quiet. Let your mind begin to move away from the events of the past year as you breathe, if you can. And focus a little more on something you've learned or something you'd like to remember because of what you have experienced or witnessed. And then form an intention for yourself. What lessons lingering in the muck and beauty of it all 
would you like to hold on to? Take a few moments of quiet to let that form in your mind and your heart. And now, turn that lesson into a single word, a word that you can speak or think of to remind yourself of your little promise, your intention throughout the year. I'll again offer us quiet for a few moments to give you some space to form this one word intention. When you hear the singing bowl sound, you may turn on your video and unmute yourself. One at a time, please, and speak your word into the space that we hold and make sacred together. <laughs> 